It seems like Wonder Woman is an obvious character to make the jump from the pages of comics to the screen. But in an age when the stage direction, we see her in her invisible jet, would send special effects technicians' blood pressure skyrocketing, nothing about bringing Wonder Woman to TV would be easy. I'm Kim Horcher, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History for November 7th, the day in 1975 that Linda Carter burst onto our screens as Wonder Woman as ABC premiered the TV movie, the new original Wonder Woman. Wait, so is it new or is it original? What was up with all this adjective action? To answer that question, we have to rewind further back than 1975 to the earliest attempts to translate Wonder Woman to film. In 1967, with his television series based on Batman having achieved primetime success, producer William Dozier turned his attention to another DC Comics property that seemed ready-made for the screen. But the TV formulation of Batman had a great deal of influence on Dozier's approach. The first Wonder Woman TV pilot, titled Who's Afraid of Diana Prince, was a mere five-minute slice of a longer pilot script, and it cast two actresses as the main character. Linda Harrison played Wonder Woman, but Ellie Wood Walker appeared as her non-superhero alter ego, Diana. The script Dozier commissioned was also a campy comedy, drawing from elements that had made Batman a success, but that small slice of the pilot was of no interest to any of the networks. Another attempt to pilot Wonder Woman for TV was undertaken by John D.F. Black, former associate producer of the first season of Star Trek, who had also written the episode The Naked Time. Black's 1974 pilot movie, which was filmed in its entirety, starring Kathy Lee Crosby as a very blonde Wonder Woman, but discarded the character's comic backstory, World War II setting, and even her signature costume, really keeping only the name. ABC passed on this pilot as well. With two prior attempts to pilot Wonder Woman for TV having failed, former Paramount TV executive Douglas S. Kramer, who had previously overseen Mission Impossible and the original Star Trek, took a swing at it through the production company he founded after leaving the studio. Kramer and his production team decided to embrace the backstory of the comics, complete with Wonder Woman's original costume and set the movie during World War II. The casting process was an adventure in and of itself, though as we all know, the appropriately Amazonian Linda Carter won the role of both Wonder Woman and Diana Prince. And that's why the new original Wonder Woman aired this day on 1975 was both new and original. It was the newest attempt to bring Wonder Woman to TV, and yet unlike the pilots before it, it hewed much more closely to its original comic book story. And that invisible jet? Yeah, it did make one of very few appearances in the pilot, though for cost reasons those scenes were shot on video, using chroma key techniques similar to what was in use for TV weather forecasts. That video was then transferred to film by way of a camera pointed at a monitor because the show was still edited on film. The results were unimpressive, and the invisible jet was seen even less in the TV series that resulted. 
After only one season of Wonder Woman set in the World War II era, which necessitated vintage clothing, cars, and props, however, ABC decided the show was too expensive to keep on the schedule. The series was picked up by CBS, but only if it transferred to the very modern 1970s. And yet another name change. The New Adventures of Wonder Woman. Now that Wonder Woman had finally made it to the screen, one thing everyone could agree on was that she was a new original hit. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for November 7th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.